Welcome to an overview of Acts chapter 9 and a thought. Which road will it be for you? The road to Damascus or the road to Emmaus? Acts chapter 9 has had such an impact on our culture that we now have the phrase a Damascus road experience. This is where someone has a dramatic encounter with God or a complete change of heart, a 180 degree about turn on a topic that they were passionate about. They believed one thing, now they believe the opposite. An example might be a racist who then becomes a passionate advocate of equality. Another example would be a violent person, a terrorist perhaps, who becomes an advocate for peace. In Acts chapter 9, we have the first telling of the dramatic transformation of Saul, who became Paul the Apostle, one of the most prolific writers of the New Testament and possibly the biggest influence on theology after Jesus. And yes, I realise that Paul was inspired by the Holy Spirit, So what I mean is that he was mightily used by God. What I find fascinating about Saul's conversion is the likelihood that he thought he was doing good for God. He was very zealous for the Jewish faith and an expert in their law, a Pharisee. By persecuting the early church, he thought he was serving the one true God. How wrong can you be? The church, small c, is rightfully criticised for the great evils it has done over the centuries in the name of religion. Like Saul, many people have done wicked things thinking they were doing service to their God. The truth is that they were serving their erroneous belief system, wrong theology. Love does no harm to its neighbour, and everyone who breathes the same air is our neighbour. Saul needed a powerful, unambiguous wake-up call, and he got it. Verses 4-5 to give us the revelation that changed Saul's life. He fell on the earth and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? He said, Who are you, Lord? The Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Imagine that moment in Saul's mind. The very person he thought was offensive to God turns out to be God's chosen one. No wonder he couldn't bring himself to eat or drink for three days. He was struck blind, too, by the unveiled glory of the risen Christ. Not many people have such a dramatic conversion, but there again, not many people are so wrong with such conviction that they need such a powerful turnaround. Nevertheless, until we come to Christ, we are all a bit like Saul, convinced that our own beliefs are the right ones. And I would gently suggest that most Christians still have elements of erroneous theology misguiding their good intentions myself included. We must always stay open to fresh revelation, transforming revelation. Great human enemies of the faith need a power encounter with the living Christ, but most of us have instead the gentle transformation of the road to Emmaus. The account is in Luke 24, verse 13 following. Behold, two of them were going that very day to a village called Emmaus, which was sixty stadia from Jerusalem. They talked with each other about all of these things which had happened. While they talked and questioned together, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognising him. He said to them, What are you talking about as you walk and are sad? One of them, named Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who doesn't know the things which have happened there in these days? He said to them, What things? They said to him, The things concerning Jesus the Nazarene, who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God, 
and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him up to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we were hoping that it was he who would redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things happened. Also certain women of our company amazed us, having arrived early at the tomb, and when they didn't find his body, they came, saying that they had also seen a vision of angels, who said that he was alive. Some of us went to the tomb and found it just like the women had said, but they didn't see him. He said to them, Foolish men, and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Didn't the Christ have to suffer these things and to enter into his glory? Beginning from Moses and from all the prophets, he explained to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. They came near to the village where they were going, and he acted like he would go further. They urged him, saying, Stay with us, for it is almost evening, and the day is almost over. He went in to stay with them. When he had sat down at the table with them, he took the bread and gave thanks. Breaking it, he gave it to them. Their eyes were opened, and they recognised him. Then he vanished out of their sight. They said to one another, Weren't our hearts burning within us while he spoke to us along the way, and while he opened the scriptures to us? That's my favourite encounter with God in the scriptures. As you listen to Acts 9 today, and perhaps read along with it, I pray that you have an encounter with God. If you don't need a Damascus Road experience, may you enjoy an Emmaus Road experience, where your heart burns within you as he opens the scriptures to you. Enjoy also the heartwarming healings in this chapter. Aeneas is healed from paralysis, having been bedridden for eight years, and Tabitha is raised from the dead. May God grant that signs and wonders may once again be performed in his name to confirm the word of hope we share. Do remember to spread the word about this podcast and thus play an active role in multiplying its reach. You can also help me expand by investing. Even £12 can help with the subscription I pay to Buzzsprout. It feels really good to support the work and word of God. The Living Word. I'm Neil McKee and I thank you for listening to this broadcast.